Hi, this is Jonah Treeblosser, and welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today, we'll be talking with Maureen Roche about great things youth are doing in 4-H right after these important messages, so stay tuned. What can you do as a member of Rotary? You can eradicate polio. You can promote peace. You can feed the hungry. You can help children do better in school. Whether it's helping to eliminate a dreaded disease, volunteering at a food bank, or equipping a school library, Rotary is people who know that by working together, you can do anything. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host Sarah O'Connell is off this week. I have the great privilege of having with me in the studio Maureen Roche of the 4-H. Good morning, Maureen. Good morning. So, first of all, what does 4-H mean? Everyone hears about 4-H. But what are that? What are the, the the number and the letter? What does that mean together? So 4-H stands for Head, Heart, Hands, and Health. Oh, that's lovely. Yes. And so we are dedicating all parts of ourselves to service and to experiential learning. Now, when people have 4-H in mind, they, 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 the stereotypical 4-H scenario is kids with cows, chickens, rabbits, agriculture. Is that all 4-H is all about? No, all not right, so anymore. T- well, tell, uh, us, tell us about it. 4-H is a program that is well over 100 years old in the United States, and it was started by the USDA to bring agriculture to different communities. Now we are involved not only in agriculture, but in robotics, in community service. We have general interest clubs that do everything from sewing and cooking to arts and crafts. We also have a robust public speaking program here in Dutchess County. That's that's good because we can get one of the kids to come here uh, the next time Sarah goes off on vacation, they could be the co-host. They would love that. <laughs> we have some really great kids who have been involved in 4-H since they were five years old. And you can start as young as five and go through 18. And we have a number of kids here in the county who started out at five and are still actively engaged. Is that how you became an adult advisor at 4-H? Were you a 4-H'er as a kid? I was not a 4-H'er as a kid, and the longer I'm with the program, the more I'm disappointed in the fact that I didn't (laughs) have that opportunity as a kid, because there's a lot of things that are going on in 4-H now, and there's so many kids here in the county and in Hudson Valley who are involved. Well, the secret, uh, the, the little quiet secret that adults don't tell the kids is that whether you're a scout leader or a 4-H leader, you're there having fun also. I know I was a scout leader for 25 years, uh, right through my son, and afterwards uh, became an Eagle Scout, and I had fun camping as much as the kids did. So um, 4-H does, of course, does have an agricultural component. Let's talk about how it got started. What, what's the history of 4-H? So 4-H, as I mentioned, is a program actually of the USDA. It's a federal program that is a part of the extension system throughout the United States. And the extension system was set up to bring education to rural communities in the United States. And And, and locally, we have the Cornell University Cooperative Extension. Yes, we are the land-grant university here in New York State. There is an extension office in every county in New York, and there's a 4-H program in every county in New York. That's fabulous. So um, the start 
of 4-H was, you know, aimed at agriculture. In fact, our school system, if you think about it, the fact that we have uh, school from September uh, through uh, June and the fact that school's out at three, it was so the farm kids could have the summer off to help mom and dad run the farm and get back at three o'clock for the farm chores. And, exactly. Uh, things haven't changed. No, not much. Uh and we really do still follow that model with 4-H. The kids will meet in the afternoon on the weekends when you know they're not doing chores. Now, uh, we recently uh, uh, just finished another uh, fabulous week at the Dutchess County Fair. And of course, there were a lot of 4-H kids there. What kind of uh, things do the 4-H kids do at the Dutchess County Fair or any county fair uh, within the sound of our voice? Well, here in Dutchess County, we had over 300 kids who came out to show 2,700 exhibits. And that's about 2,000 animals and 700 arts and crafts photography projects and a variety of other projects in the 4-H exhibit hall. Uh, Over the course of the week, they participated in community service projects, whether it was raising funds for their individual clubs or uh, distributing information about 4-H. They'll work with recycling throughout the course of the year, and they did some of that as well. Now, if there are kids who are interested in 4-H, let's Get some contact information out and folks home get a pencil and paper because we will repeat this information in the second half of the show. If there are kids interested or in 4-H or parents or grandparents who think that might be a good idea for their kids to get involved in 4-H, how would they get in touch with uh, you or the 4-H group here in the Hudson Valley? They can call our office here in Dutchess County. We're located in Millbrook and our number is 845-677-8223. And I can talk to them personally about how to get involved with 4-H. Is there a website? There is. It's If you look up Cornell Cooperative Extension, Dutchess County, ccedc.org. How about that? One more time and get those pencil and papers, folks. We will repeat it again. The phone number, Maureen? Is 845-677-8223. And our website is ccedc.org. My guest on Radio Rotary, Maureen Roach of 4-H, and we're talking about uh, the fun of raising animals. Now, not every kid is going to be on a farm where they can raise a a cow or a pig. Uh, What about smaller animals? Do you encourage that uh, for kids who are living just in uh, a house? We do. We actually have a couple of different programs. Uh, We have kids who are raising rabbits. Yeah, Uh, what's up, Don? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They also uh, have backyard chickens that will be raised. throughout the county and it depends on where you're located whether or not you can raise backyard chickens but one of the unique things about 4-H is we actually have a sponsorship program where children who don't have the opportunity to live on a farm can be sponsored by a farmer and they come out and they'll help raise an animal they'll do chores they'll work with that animal over the course of the year and that gives them the opportunity then to show that particular animal at the Dutchess County Fair you know talking about the fair I know uh, 35 40 years ago when I first started attending the fair the 4-H of course was just as big as it was today as it is today I should say but I sort of remember kids sitting in the corner crying and being consoled because Porky the pig that they raised from a little tiny piglet to about you know, half a block long and about 700 pounds, just got picked up by Carl Amer uh, for a lot of money, uh, and he was going to be, you know, bacon and pork chops the next day. Uh, is that still happening? That still happens. We had uh, a very robust livestock sale on Saturday of the fair, but I think the difference now is that a lot of our kids are raising these animals not only as 
projects and not pets, Mm -hmm. but also as a business venture. And they understand the business aspect of agriculture. Uh, And that's something that if you had the chance to come out to the fair or to talk to any of the kids, they are more than ready, willing, and able to explain the business of agriculture to people. Now, a lot of uh, youth groups, uh, scouts, uh, I'm sure 4-H also has a citizenship component, uh, trying to get kids uh, not only to uh, learn a skill by raising these animals or getting involved in photography or any of the 4-H skills, but uh, to be better citizens. Is there a component of 4-H for that? There is. We do a lot of community service, and people might not even realize it's 4-H. We'll have horse programs that'll go out and we'll do stuff the trailer programs around the holidays where they're parking at different parking lots uh, like Stop and Shop in Rhinebeck and we'll stuff the trailer and donate food to local food pantries. Uh, Our hog program for years has done a coat drive every winter and they also participate in Toys for Tots. So our kids are out there doing community service all year round. Sounds like they have a lot of fun too. They do. It's a good time and they're with their friends and with their peers and they're really working together to improve their community. Now uh, you mentioned that there was some internships or or, uh, uh, the ability of the young people to go to a farm and and help there and learn there. What about uh, you have regular weekly meetings where guest speakers come in? We uh, have monthly meetings. Monthly with our, meetings. Our clubs have monthly meetings, yes. Um, we have a teen ambassador program that meets twice a month, and they have speakers that come in. Uh, this September, we'll actually be working with the Dutchess County Department of Community and Family Services on a speaker series right. at the end of September. If you check out our website, it's College Planning 101. Well, that's a great idea. That's terrific. And I'm sure, you know, uh, you're talking about college. Uh, College is very competitive nowadays. And uh, the kids have to uh, assemble a resume of of things they've done outside of school. Uh, So I'm sure a 4-H is a good thing to put down. So uh, our guest here, Maureen Roach, is going to tell us again how you can contact uh, 4-H and get your young person involved. Maureen, the phone number again is? 845-677-8223. And the website? Is ccedc.org. Now, what about goats? Do you, do you do the kids raise goats in 4-H? The kids do raise goats. We raise both meat goats and dairy goats. Now, I understand the goats like to eat grass. Is that right? They do. Could you please drop one off at my house because I'm tired of mowing my lawn? <laughs> <laughs> I think we might be able to arrange that for you. Our guest on Radio Rotary is Maureen Roach of the 4-H. And Maureen, we have a few seconds before the commercial. Um, so the people out there who might be listening saying, well, gee, you know, 4-H is old-fashioned. and it's, You know, that's old school and, you know, the kids are into computers today and rocket science and all that stuff. Uh, How relevant is 4-H to today's youth? Oh, 4-H is extremely relevant. We aren't stuck in the stone age. Uh, We work in robotics. We have an active social media program out of our office and across the state. So 4-H is very relevant. And we're going to find out more about 4-H in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois and my co-host Sarah O'Connell is off today. But I have the pleasure of having as our very special guest Maureen Roach of 4-H. And Radio Rotary is brought to you this week by JGS, your essential partner for all your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. And by the Rotary Clubs of East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland Park, 
and Hyde Park. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 845- 9295500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess County, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community. Making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Check us out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. And welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser. My co-host, Sarah O'Connell, is off today, but I am delighted to welcome to the studio here Maureen Roach of 4-H, and we're talking about uh, getting youth involved in farming and other great uh, vocational aspects of life. Maureen, welcome back to the second half of Radio Rotary. Thank you. And for those who tuned in late, the 4-H's for 4-H are? Heart, hands, head and health. And your, your program looks to uh, improve our young people in each of those aspects. And, uh, you know, people, as we said in the first half of the show, they, they think of 4-H strictly as, you know, raising farm animals and uh, doing things in agriculture, which, of course, is extremely important, especially here in the Hudson Valley. But uh, you've got uh, some 21st century uh, contacts there. You were talking about uh, photography and social media. Expand on that. What, what are some of the uh, vocational uh, programs for the young people outside of agriculture? So outside of agriculture, one of the biggest programs we do is public presentations where we are really teaching the young people how to brand themselves and how to market themselves. Uh, we also do work in robotics and photography and home economics and nutrition and science. STEM is a huge part of what we do, science, technology, engineering, and math. So we are not solely agriculture, even though that is a large component of what goes on every day in 4-H. And a very important component. You know, um, the Hudson Valley used to be known for its dairy farms and its apple orchards, and we had a lot of farms that were plowed under to develop housing. But now we're getting back to the uh, buy local scenario, you know, Mm -hmm. go for local farms, local milk. Um, Is this something 4-H is pushing as well? 
We do. Uh, so many of our participants are farmers, and that is a skill that we are teaching our youngsters who will take over family farms. You know, a lot of our kids will work on farms over the summer, and some of them will even have their own farm stands. So we do push local agriculture because it's not just a hobby. It can become a career. And, you know, folks at home, uh, with all due respect to the wonderful groceries we have here in the Hudson Valley, there is nothing like fresh corn from a farm stand uh, you know, every, uh, during the summer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'll be helping these 4-H kids learn a little bit more about how to bring food to the table, not just for themselves, but for the entire community. Now, I understand that uh, 4-H is now uh, making a push on literacy, and that's very close to the heart of Rotarians. We are also uh, very involved in literacy because if you can read and write, you make yourself a better living throughout the world. So what's 4-H doing about literacy, Maureen Roche? So in addition to our public presentations program, which is completely literacy-based, in March, we participate in Ag Literacy Week. It's the third week of March. And we will gather volunteers from across the county to go out and read to second graders. It's a statewide program that we really push here in Dutchess County. We'll reach anywhere between 1,200 and 1,500 students. And so our volunteers will go out and read an agriculturally themed book and work with kids on a particular activity. So it only takes about an hour, but we do it year in and year out. So we are trying to reach as many kids as possible. Now that's just fabulous. Now, the people, the, the ones who are readers, are they the older kids, the 4-H kids? Some of them are. Uh, we have our Master Gardener program from Cornell Cooperative Extension who goes out. Some of them are our 4-H leaders who have been 4-Hers themselves. They'll go out and volunteer, and some of them are just community partners who want to extend literacy in Dutchess County. You know, I'm willing to bet that some of those 4-H teenagers go out to those schools and Develop, uh, see that they develop a liking for teaching and end up becoming teachers. I wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> yeah. Now, you mentioned adult leadership in 4-H. Uh, how did you yourself get involved? I actually was hired by Cornell to run the 4-H program here in Dutchess County, but I've been involved in youth development for the last 15 years in various uh, organizations. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, I was not a 4-H'er, but I love 4-H now. It's an amazing program. And if we have people who are listening now who might want to lend their time and talent to 4-H, how would they get in touch with you, and what's the training like for, for volunteers, for adult leaders? So the training is relatively simple for our adult leaders because just like with our kids who are participating in experiential education, our leaders are as well. We'll usually connect a new leader with someone who has experience for at least the first year to walk them through the process of running one of our clubs. But they can call our office. We'll have a leader training and orientation in October. It's usually a Saturday morning into the early part of the afternoon. We provide them with all the materials. And then, of course, our staff at Cornell Cooperative Extension is always available to answer any questions. And you don't necessarily have to be a farmer or involved in agriculture. You, you can have any kind of talent and these young people would appreciate your help. Yes, and another way people can become involved is in our various programs like public presentations and the fair, we're always looking for evaluators to come out and provide positive feedback to our youth. So if you're not ready to become a 4-H leader, there's other ways we can connect you into the program. Now would be a good time to give your contact information again, uh, Maureen Roche, about uh, how people can get a hold of... uh 
4-H? Sure. Our number is 845-677-8223, or you can go to our website at ccedc.org. And we will repeat that before the end of the show, so get those pencil and papers ready. Let's talk also about college preparation. You know, uh, your, your 4-Hs go up between 5 and 18, is that correct? Yes. So uh, some of these kids, 16, 17-year-old, they start, start looking at colleges and uh, start doing those essays. How does 4-H help them prepare for college? So we do it a couple of different ways. One, as I mentioned, through the public presentations program, we actually do college interviews, mock college interviews as their public presentation. What a great idea. Yeah, and it, it, it helps them really get comfortable with the idea of talking about themselves and what they have accomplished. Uh, another way that we're working on college preparation is with the county, we have partnered to put on a college planning 101 program at the end of September, the 19th and the 26th. Both sessions will be held at the Farm and Home Center in Millbrook. Uh, and we're working on a couple of different things. One, how to work through the maze of college applications and the financial forms and all those forms you have to fill out. And two is how to afford to go to college and not go broke. Well, you know, what you say is so true. Uh, I mean, I went to college when dinosaurs still roamed the earth. And uh, coming up from New York City, I went to City University for free. That doesn't happen anymore. And uh, having put two kids through college and uh, one now through graduate school, uh, I know what you're talking about mm -hmm. when it comes to money. It is an incredible, incredible debt burden to some people. It is. And one of the things that I, I find is really daunting about the college process is that idea of taking on all of that debt at 17 and 18 years old. So we're trying to not only prepare the kids to be able to go on to college or vocational school or get a job, but it whatever path they decide, we want them to be prepared to really embrace it. And also to possibly be farmers because uh, a lot of uh, the current generation don't want to follow mom and dad in the footsteps of farming. It's a morning, noon, and night, seven-day-a-week proposition. They don't, uh, but we do find that there are some kids who are realizing that, well, farming is very hard work. It's also extremely gratifying. Well, I got to tell you a funny story. Uh, regular listeners know I'm involved in the legal system, and I was at a trial once when a farmer was being, uh, Delaware County farm was being examined by a New York City lawyer. And he says uh, to the farmer, sir, um, uh, what time do you milk the cows? And the farmer said, five o'clock. And the attorney said, a.m. or p.m.? And the farmer said, yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a twice a day proposition. You know, uh, before we uh, run out of time here this morning, Maureen Rocha, 4-H, tell us about the chicken barbecue because it sounds delicious. It is. It's a great event. We have an annual chicken barbecue at the Farm and Home Center to support Cornell Cooperative Extension and 4-H. If you go to our website, you can find out all the details. And are you one of the cooks? No, no. <laughs> we get it catered because <laughs> it's a lot of chicken. Well, uh, we'll be there. In the minute we have left, uh, I want you to talk uh, to the adults, to the parents and grandparents out there, and I mean kids who might be listening to Radio Rotary. Tell them why they should be part of 4-H. Because 4-H is not the past, it's the future. It really is all about our kids who are involved and becoming an active, engaged part of our community. And 4-H is going strong. Thank you, Maureen Roche, for helping 4-H to go strong, and thank you 
for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you. And our thanks also to JGS, your essential partner for all your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845-692-9500. And by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. And thanks also to our sponsoring Rotary Clubs of Kinderhook Tri-Village, Millbrook, Nanuet, Newburgh, and New City. For Sarah O'Connell, who will be back next week, this is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in. Our thanks also to Jay Verzi, the wizard of the buttons, our engineer, and our producer, Miss Sue Naglary. Thank you also for tuning in, and be sure to join us again at this same time next week for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, radiorotary.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.